Welcome to the Career Fluencer Podcast. This is Walter. I'm a tech startup founder for Hourful, based out of Los Angeles, California. easy to think that, you know, I don't make this amount of money, my family isn't rich, I don't look a certain way. But when you say that kind of stuff and you have that kind of mindset, you're the only one holding yourself back. You know, yes, maybe majority of CEOs from a tech startup might be Caucasian, but that definitely does not mean that you can't be a CEO of a tech startup. I feel like it can get very easy to get stuck in a position that you're in. And it's difficult to get out of that because it is a scary process. You know, it's scary to leave your consistent paycheck, you know, an environment that you know what's going to happen. I feel like a lot of people feel stuck and they want to get out of that situation, but fear holds them back. And something that I hear a lot is, oh, but it's so scary to be an entrepreneur. And I want to say yes, but... I don't agree with that because I feel that it's a lot scarier to be employed by a different business, to be a corporate worker, because you could be working there for 10, 15 years. And then next thing you know, you get called into an office and for whatever reason, you know, they they don't need your position anymore. That to me is a lot scarier. Feeling you're so confident that, oh, I'm going to go to the office today and going to do this, 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 and that. And then tomorrow you don't have that job anymore to stay motivated. You know, it's it's not easy, definitely not, because you're going to have days where you question yourself, um, you question your business, but it, you just have to know that that's normal. You know, it's going to happen and you kind of try to think about all the positive stuff. Imagine instead how you want it to turn out. And that's that's what keeps me motivated that I don't, I also came from a very poor background and that's kind of motivation to me is I don't want to end back there. You know, I grew up kind of in the projects and single mom and lots of gangs, all that kind of stuff. Thinking about that, where I came, where I, where I started, motivates me to continue going. That Even though by now I don't feel like I would say I'm successful and I have so much work to go, but you have to be your biggest supporter for sure and just be confident in what you're doing and what you're pursuing. Because um, not everyone's going to agree with, with what you're doing. And that's because a lot of people are scared. Perhaps they do also want to, you know, break away from that corporate job. And they don't want to see you do that because they can't do it. So it's just knowing that not everyone's going to agree with your beliefs and what you want to pursue. And just, you know, you, you give it everything that you have. Well, I feel like I never really knew what I wanted to do. I thought I had an idea. Listening to, you know, family, society, like, oh, you should major in this, you should do that. And inside, I, I kind of knew it wasn't what I wanted to do, but I listened to anyway, because I didn't want to disappoint other people, especially my family. My mom left her country to come here and raise me. You know, I really wanted to make her proud, but her definition probably of what I should be doing was different from mine. First job I was able to land was in accounting, this was back during a recession when it was really difficult to find a job. Um, you were competing entry level. People were competing with top managers for an entry level position. And so then uh, the first job I was able to get was accounting. And I was like, all right, I guess, you know, accounting is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to get my CPA. It'll be consistent. It'll pay the bills. And as so I was doing that, I mean, it got to the point where I was waking up feeling depressed because I knew I had to go into a cubicle and I just hated that cubicle life. I, I didn't like not having freedom to determine how successful I could be. And if I you know, was to climb up the ladder, the corporate ladder, 
it would take years, five years so I can get a promotion to a senior level, even though I might have worked my butt off and been at the top of my game. And I just felt kind of trapped. So I didn't like that. And and I knew that never was for me, but I just kind of felt like it's what I was told to do. And that's what society expected. And so what I really loved was fitness and sports. And on the side, I started doing some personal training. So I, I ventured off to that, started working for a big gym. I decided, you know what, I'm just going to start my own personal training business. And so I left that gym and I've been doing that for eight years now. But in that process, I've run into so many different problems in the industry that I've seen and I've, I've pushed through them. But just throughout talking to people from gym owners to other personal trainers, fitness instructors, I've been able to see problems in that industry and decided, you know what, I'm done with seeing these problems. There needs to be some sort of solution. So then I decided I'm just going to try and build a solution for it. Um, which is the tech startup that we have now. Uh, we connect personal trainers, fitness instructors, really to hourly gym rentals. You know, it's easy to think that you need to have all this experience before you do something, which the experience can benefit you definitely. But do you need that experience to actually start doing it? I, I don't feel like you do need that experience. Um, the best experience is going to be just doing it. You know, once you make that jump, it's going to make you grow so much faster. Or I could have sit, sat back and just continue to read about how to start a, a tech startup, you know, how to run a business. And I could have read every single book, but if I never actually applied, you know, executed, then I would still be sitting here just thinking about it. You know, people sit back and, oh, I have this great idea that, you know, can make millions of dollars, but that's just an idea until it actually happens, you know, until you execute, it's not going to become anything else. The most beneficial stuff I'm learning is from experience, from mistakes that I'm making, you know, but I know now that, okay, like I can't do this. So next time, you know, let's try that instead. If you want to do something really badly, you have to just go for it and just try it, but be a little bit smart about it. Once you make that decision, stick to it and give it everything that you have and try and make it grow because otherwise, if you're too scared, then you're not going to grow. But there's just been so many sparks that get me excited every single day. And I look forward to a lot more sparks from the very first time that, you know, I remember I went out on a jog, left my phone behind. And this was before I really started building our startup. And I was just thinking about the startup. Of course, you can need money to make it grow. Got back to my car, grabbed my phone, and I had a text message from someone that's an investor now and said, hey, you know, I've been thinking about your idea and I think it's really great. I've never done this before, but how do I invest in your startup? And to me, it was just like, I had to read that message twice because I couldn't believe that someone was willing to, you know, invest in an idea that I wanted to build. And so that definitely gave me so much excitement. And I know some people, when I told people that that happened, they were like, oh my gosh, I would be so scared. Like they're giving me all this money and, you know, they could be mad at me if I lose it. And I was like, you know, I, I didn't even see it like that. I saw it and someone believes in this idea. I'm not the only crazy person, you know, and now that they're investing this money, I want to make sure that they're happy. So I want to work my butt off. It might sound a little harsh. I don't know. But, you know, if, you, if you're doubting yourself that much that you're not ready to make that jump, then maybe do reconsider a little bit more about what it is that you want. Because I find that if you're really passionate about this thing that you keep on thinking about, then you'll find a way to make that happen. You know, it's, it's just kind of cliche. But when you do want something, if you work really hard for it, you can get it. You know, I wish I had, you know, awards and certificates and all this stuff to brag about, but 
I don't. <laughs> and I do think that what I'm the most proud of is fighting my fears of leaving a corporate job and possibly ending on the street homeless because my business failed or whatever reason. So I, I feel like what I've definitely been the proudest of is having the courage to make scary decisions, you know, but those scary decisions are what I feel have helped me grow a lot and have less fear in making other bigger decisions um, where I'll be, you know, two, three years from now. I have no idea. Um, I do know that I love the startup world and this is, you know, part of my journey every single day. It's taking me somewhere else. Like to me, that's a huge award being able to experience what I'm experiencing now because it definitely wasn't anything that I was experiencing when I was working in a corporate world. You know, I just, I get so excited. Um, there's such a high sense of urgency. I just love doing what I'm doing. I wake up excited. I get kind of sad that my bedtime is coming up because that means I have to stop doing work, you know, which is crazy because most people are like, oh, I can't wait till it's 5 p.m. so then I can get out of here, go home, watch some TV. And for me, it's just the opposite. Perhaps they're challenges, but I, I rather see them as opportunities to grow and taking advantage of that and just making decisions. So yeah, I think that that's probably, uh, I would say has been the biggest award for me.